And just like that, TJ is back in St. Louis. And uh, I don't think you're going to want to miss this one. This is all coming up here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Locked on Blues. I am your host of Locked on Blues, Haley Taylor Simon, talking to you all things about our St. Louis Blues here, a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Today, I'm going to be talking about the Blues' win over the Capitals and a familiar face coming back to St. Louis. Preparing for the next slate of games and who are you trading at the deadline. So breaking down all those trade possibilities that might happen down for you here today on Locked on Blues. Before I dive into today's episode and talk about the familiar face that made his return to St. Louis, I just want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Hello. How is everybody today on this Monday evening? So first, I want to start off with the Blues' win over the Capitals. This is a 3-0 win. Shutout game for one and only Mr. Bennington, which he honestly needed 18 saves. And I know that the Blues, they've been on the struggle bus a bit lately, But Washington, again, they're a team that is beatable. So this was huge for the Blues, especially after their last game where the Capitals dominated the Blues 5-2. to was not a good game. And our boy TJ got a hat trick with the Capitals. So I just want to say this, that my title of this video about TJ coming back to St. Louis is 100% accurate. And I'm going to tell you why. So for those that don't know the history with us and TJ Oishi, he was drafted in the 2005 NHL entry draft as the 24th overall to obviously us here in St. Louis. And uh, TJ was with us for seven seasons from 2008 all the way up to 2015. And then obviously he went on to play for the Capitals. Well, The St. Louis Blues had their Hall of Fame introductory night the other night. And because TJ was in town for the game, he stayed and he was able to be in attendance and made a surprise guest appearance. And uh, it was fun to see TJ, uh, some of the great moments that he had on ice. But um, (laughs) (laughs) it's funny. Kachuk did get the credit for this. I'm talking about Keith. But TJ had a nice uh, slap shot. And it hit Keith in the mouth, but it deflected into the net. So, like, the Blues got the goal. But it was funny being able to reminisce on all of these memories and have TJ in the building. It's funny. I know a lot of people, maybe modern day hockey fans, uh, really resonate TJ Oishi with the Capitals. But for me, at least, my whole childhood growing up, he was always a St. Louis Blue. So, it was nice having him return and... uh Seven seasons is a long time. I know that he spent a good amount of time in Washington, but it was really nice seeing him take the time really just to stay here in St. Louis 
and uh, to be able to attend. And uh, it says a lot about who he is as a person. He's a great player, but it is funny because, um, you know, like there's some players that you will always miss. And I think he is one of them. And I think that, you know, as a fan, you, you just like, you know, like you just want him back. And uh, I think all of St. Louis knows that. So I'll tell you about the trade. So this happened on um, in July of 2015, where the Blues dealt him to um, the Capitals. In return, honestly, I'm going to be for real. It wasn't like, it wasn't really that good for us. Um, We got, you know, a couple guys out of it. But yeah, they we basically just cut out our payroll, to be honest. So it wasn't like it was like that impactful of a trade. But uh, I miss TJ Oishi and uh, obviously him getting that hattie against us the other night kind of sucked. But uh, it's all fun and it's all fun and games. And I was happy that he was able to uh, to uh, attend. So TJ, we miss you. It sucks, but. Once a blue, always a blue. So that was a fun little memory just to talk about. So anyways, I'm going to break down the game that happened uh, this weekend where the Blues actually shot out the Capitals. So in the first period, about two minutes in, Colton Pareko was able to get a shorty with an assist from our boy Robert Thomas. And this was a beautiful play. I think Robert Thomas is so good at feeding the puck, but that penalty kill unit has been improving. So it was cool to see the Blues get a shorthanded goal. Then in the second period, Schenner was able to get his 10th goal of the season. Again, a nice setup by Justin Folk and a secondary assist to Pavel Buchnevich. And then in the third period, Jake Neighbors was able to finally, I'm like talking about the power play, like we finally are like getting something out of it. But uh, Neighbors was able to get a power play goal. Again, a nice feed by Robert Thomas and then a secondary assist by Jordan Kyrou. So a good game for the Blues. I will say this was a high game in penalty minutes. Uh, we accumulated 22 penalty minutes. It seemed to be that type of game where there was just penalties left and right and nonstop. Uh, Robert Thomas got an unsportsmanlike conduct against Tom Wilson. I don't blame him at all. <laughs> I would do the same thing. Uh, Thomas was buzzing and I was like, you know what? I don't blame you. It's that same energy I feel like that we all have towards Marshan, where there are certain players where you can make exceptions for. And uh, I think Tom Wilson's one of those players where everybody can make an exception and say, okay, you know what? I can see why. Uh, But overall, it was a good game. And uh, (laughs) it's just funny. Uh, Robert Thomas cracks me up because when he gets heated, he gets heated. And I feel like he's a very composed player. We don't really see that as often coming out of Thomas. But again, he's probably the best on the team, um, our most impactful player, definitely the leader of the team. So when Thomas gets going, I feel like everybody else follows along with him. And that's something I've been saying for quite a while now that I feel like Robert Thomas is what drives this team to success. And don't get me wrong, I love Shenner. I'm happy that he is the captain. But I do feel like Thomas has more of an impact. And that's okay. I feel like it's cool in a way to see a younger guy like Robert Thomas stepping up. I mean, he is the energy, right? And he does make the most impact on ice. 
So I think that right now, if you're looking at the St. Louis Blues and you're looking to see what drives this team, it's definitely Robert Thomas. But again, Shen has been stepping up. I know that a couple weeks ago, I was a little upset, a little disappointed is actually a better term of how Shen was playing. I thought he could be playing so much better. I feel like he just blends in too much. And that's something that you don't want to see from your captain, um, from your star player, supposedly. So finally, it seems like he's woken up a little bit, still has some more uh, work to do with maintaining that, you know, control on the ice. But this was a really good game. Obviously, I said Bennington, big for him with the 18 saves and the shutout win. I feel like Benner's been through it this season. He's been in some really difficult games, and I understand. I understand that the Blues are not the best team, okay? I understand that they were playing teams that are better than them. But at the end of the day, Joel Hofer has been stepping up. But Jordan Bennington is our guy. And yes, there's been some ugly losses and I feel like he gets the blame and I don't understand why, because this is the same conversation I had last season, last season, well, last summer when I began this podcast, but about last season, I was basically saying the point that it's the defense that doesn't help out Bennington enough and the blame gets put on him, even though he is doing all he can do in the pipes. Yes. Sometimes there are saves where he could 100% save the puck and uh, that's on him, right? Simple glove saves that he's not making, different positioning, getting out of the crease too much, understandable. But when you don't have a defense that's going to support you, that's going to actually defend, it does make it a little bit difficult on the goalie to make those saves. So um, I feel like this was a really important win for Bennington because, again, you can make the argument. You can say, oh, this isn't a tough slate coming up. I think this personally is. And I'm going to tell you all about why I feel that way. But first, I need to tell you about something that you definitely need to hear about. And what is that exactly? It is eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only. Available to U.S. customers. So the Blues, I personally, in my opinion... I feel like I have a little bit more of a challenging uh, three-game road trip ahead. And it all begins tomorrow with the Blues taking on the Calgary Flames. And listen, the Flames, they're, uh, okay. They're kind of like falling down a little bit. Like They were really hot earlier, but 
they're a team that's beatable. But the thing about the Flames is, is that they do have a good defense. And I personally feel like the matchup against the Blues is going to be tough for St. Louis. And then you look at the Canucks. <laughs> do I need to say anything else about the Canucks? No. <laughs> no, honestly, the Canucks. And it's going to be one of those games where I'm going to say this is going to be the toughest game for the Blues out of these three. And the Blues are going to end up winning um, against the Canucks. Because that's how it is. The Blues are such an unpredictable team. But I just feel like this is going to be one of those games where the Blues actually are able to record a win. It's either going to be that or they're going to be like, it's going to be like a 7-2 loss. It's either or. You never know St. Louis. And then you have the Seattle Kraken. And the Kraken, uh, they've been actually playing some better hockey. I, I, And I know that I might get unnecessary hate for this one. I'm not a fan of the Kraken. Um, oh, what do I mean by that? Well, okay, here's the thing. I just, I've never really been a fan. I know that they have Vince Dunn, who, you know, obviously we drafted and we used to have. I know that they have, you know, there's some players, you know, woohoo, Kraken. I don't know why. <laughs> like, I've just never really gotten into hockey in Seattle. Um, I guess that's on me. I apologize, I guess. Um, I mean, like, when you look at the, some of the players on the Kraken, like, obviously, you're going to look at an Adam Larson. Like, all right, he's a good defenseman. Um... Justin Schultz, a good defenseman, right? You have Jerry McCann. Like, like they have players that are. I know. Oh, I was muted for a second. Oh, not good. Audio is back. I was muted for a hot second. I think it's because um, maybe the hockey gods didn't like that. I was saying that hockey shouldn't have been in Seattle before it should have been like in Milwaukee. But, you know, it is what it is. I just think that with the NHL, I understand ex expanding it. I get that, right? I just think that there's other cities that could have benefited more from having an NHL team than a Seattle. I don't, and it's also maybe it's because the NHL has been pushing it so much, uh, especially with this winter classic that sucked. Oh, my gosh. This is like the worst winter classic. I, I know I went on a rant about it. It was so boring. And they probably mentioned us winning the cup like 20 times, which was probably the highlight of the whole entire thing. But, yeah, overall, um, the Kraken, like, again, they're better than I expected, but they're not, a, like, a great team. They have those, like, spurts of good moments. So the hardest team out of all these teams will definitely be the Canucks. But, the you know, the Flames, they're it's beatable. Like, these teams are beatable. I think it's just more of what are we going to see out of St. Louis? What are we going to see out of the Blues? And I think that's what it comes down to. I think that, you know, we came out of a three-game losing streak when we beat the Caps. And uh, while that is good, 100%, I still feel like 
I don't know. We're 22, 20 and two. A lot of twos. This team just makes me nervous. And it's something that needs to be changed. And uh, I, I suspect some change coming. And I think that the change coming isn't going to surprise you, but it's also going to maybe make the blues worse. Before I tell you about that, I need to tell you about my friends over at FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $150 bet. Mm-hmm. That is right. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there are so many different ways to bet, like live same game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explorer tab. Make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. It's the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I, I don't want the 49ers to go to the Super Bowl. So next week, obviously I like to bet on football. I always bet on football. That's kind of like my jam. Uh, yeah, we're going to take, uh, the lions. Uh, did I wait? Yeah. We're taking the lions money line. (laughs) That might not work out for us. That might not be good, but, uh, YOLO. So. Lions money. I had to really think about it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, whatever. I won a couple of my bets this week. FanDuel. So it's a time in the NHL season where it's going to be the trade deadline coming up very quickly. Right before we know it, March 8th is the deadline. And uh, well, uh, the Blues have some work to do. So if I'm going to be completely honest with you. I would try again with Tori Krug. I would, <laughs> you're going to be like, Haley, what? I know you might hate me. And I do apologize. <laughs> but I could potentially see the Blues, and I know, don't hate me, making a trade, potentially if it fits, for Colton Pareko. I know. I love Colton. I He's been still so good on D, but the reason why is he has value, and I feel like right now the Blues just need to get rid of some money. And uh, continue. I know. Listen, it sucks. Like There's no easy way to say that, but it's the reality. They need to get younger. He is 30 years old. Still has value. Get something out of him, okay? I mean... I would also maybe even consider like, trading um, Kapanen. I know that maybe like he won't get that much value out of him. Um, maybe even Booch Nevich. Uh, I know, but like that's the thing. It's going to suck, and I know this team's going to get worse if we let some of these guys go. But at this point, let's be realistic. Do you really think the Blues are going to go to the playoffs? No. Do you think the Blues are going to win the Cups? The Cup, not a Cups, Cup. No, I could even go as far as saying maybe even consider Bennington, which I don't want to say. But the point that I am trying to make is, and I'm sure things will happen this offseason, unlike last offseason. Um, thank you very much, Army. But 
the blues need to realistically do this correctly and they need to make sure they retain as much value for the guys that they have. So yes. Am I expecting moves on the trade deadline? Absolutely. Am I going to be disappointed? Probably because realistically my focus right now is getting a good draft pick and I'm not to the point where I've given up on the blues. So I don't want you to think that I love them. I support them. I want them to do well, but at the same time, I'm not seeing the results on the ice. And a couple wins here and there isn't going to do it for me. Do I think Drew Bannister is going to stay as the head coach? Probably not next season, if I'm being honest. I just think that this team really needs to clean house. I think there's a lot of work that needs to be done. And I think that's a very valid statement to have. I think at the end of the day, you can disagree with me and say, you know, let's just wait till the offseason to make these moves. Or you could say, you know what, I understand where you're coming from because the draft right now should be the focus. And who knows, you can make a trade during the deadline and you could get a couple of first rounders again. I'm just saying, let's be realistic right now about what our expectations are for the Blues, what we expect to see out of them. And that's all I'm going to say on that. A little fun fact on Wednesday, guess who I'm seeing? That is right. I am seeing the Springfield Thunderbirds in Pennsylvania. So really excited to go. I literally um, am buzzing. I feel like I don't get to see the Blues. They only come here that one time of the season. So it's really nice to be able to see my teams in person. So I will be seeing them a little bit of a drive, but Hey, it's so worth it. Still will be an episode on Wednesday. Do not worry. All right. Well, I will talk to you tomorrow for our game day preview of the blues and the flames. Again, TJ Oishi returning to the St. Louis blues hall of fame introductory night was so nice to have him back in town. And TJ, if you ever want to come back and be a blue for maybe like a couple more seasons, uh, maybe our boy Doug Armstrong will help you out with that one because there is no slowing you down at 37 years old when you get a Hattie. All right. I will talk to you tomorrow. And like always, let's go blues.